Hey there, welcome to the I Didn't Sign Up For This podcast with Allison Casanova and myself, Jade Shaw. We are both licensed marriage and family therapists here in the state of California. Whether you're a practitioner yourself or just interested in topics around mental health and therapy, join us here for some real and honest conversations. Please note that this podcast is not a replacement for therapy or medical advice. Any questions about your specific situation should be directed to your own therapist or primary care physician. Thank you for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of our first series of the I Didn't Sign Up For This podcast. It's a little bit weird because it's not our first episode, but it in a way is. Okay, so putting it out there, this is our first real episode that we're recording that we're not going to edit, so I'm a little bit nervous, and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, topic we're doing today is going to be about romantic love and platonic love. Um, We'll talk about like what each one is, how you tell the difference between the two, and then we'll talk a little bit about being friend-zoned. And then I think the last part, I know before we used to do a tip of the day, and I think we started getting a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We were having a hard time thinking of tips. So we expanded it, and now it's more of like a quote or a thought or a tip or a closing idea for the day. So we'll end with that. (laughs) Yeah, we're broadening our horizon because I don't have that many tips to give. (laughs) So let's get into it. Um... So I think what what came up for me when I was thinking about romantic and platonic love was I remember in back in school when we were in English class learning about Greek mythology and reading the Odyssey, uh, the teacher talked about the different types of love. And I think there might be more, but the four that I remember that I'm going to focus on are Eros, Philia, Storge, and Agape. And I apologize if I am saying those wrong, but um, Eros is like romantic love. That's the passionate love. That's the love where you have that sexual romantic feeling about somebody. And then philia is a friendship love. So that is where you have that connection like you would in Eros, but you don't have that sexual component. And I think sometimes it can get a little blurry with the friends with benefits because then you're mixing the two together (laughs) and that could be kind of confusing, but we'll get into that. And I think the storge is when you have love for your family, because that's a little bit different. Uh, than a friendship love or a romantic love. And then agape is that that love that you have that's just universal. It's what you love about your society. So it's kind of the difference between I love, you know, my partner versus I love my friend versus I love my parents versus I love, I really love this sunset or I really love my water bottle. Um, It's all very different kinds of love, and I think the English language doesn't do very good with defining them because they lump them all into one. So it can get, I think, a little confusing. And I think one thing that I've heard time and time again with people coming in and talking with me is that they might really like somebody and they they maybe have a crush on them, but they aren't really sure if they like like them. I think that's the word we use, right? We like like, we don't we don't you yeah. know, have a crush on somebody. 
Um, and so I think it could be confusing and that's part of why we've talked in the past about boundaries and we'll keep talking about them. It's getting to know somebody and really trying to kind of get a feel for who they are and if you connect with them and then kind of seeing where it goes. Cause sometimes you can really like somebody and have a crush on them, but it really, it's just, you just connect with them on that level and then you, you kind of get to know them better and you realize, wait, I don't, I don't, I'm not really attracted to you. I don't like, like you. I just like you. So it can get kind of confusing in the beginning. And sometimes mm-hmm. you think you just like somebody and you're building this friendship and then you kind of go toward it. And the more that you develop it, you start to realize you maybe have more feelings than you thought and you like, like them. Mm-hmm. I think you bring up a good point that the English language really doesn't um, give us a whole lot of flexibility in how we talk about this because even within those, you know, we can have a really deep, meaningful connection to somebody, but not feel a romantic love towards them. Or, um, you know, we can be really good friends with somebody and not want to be in a romantic relationship with them. So there isn't a whole lot of flexibility in how we describe love, which is unfortunate. There isn't. And I think it's confusing, too, because sometimes we say, you know, oh, I really love my friend. And if you have a partner that maybe maybe is a little jealous, they might get confused and think that you are in love with this person. And I think that's a very big distinction, too, right? Being in love with somebody versus loving them. Yeah, oh, that's a really good point. It's <laughs> I think that our um, extent of language is, like you said, like like. <laughs> love or in love and (laughs) it's really confusing nobody knows what it really means (laughs) I guess which one would platonic love be which one is that platonic love is just like a friendship love and I because that's just when you care about somebody on that level and you have that that connection with them and I think we might be talking about this in in another um, episode in this series, but like the different levels of relationships that you could be in. And I think that that might maybe Mm -hmm. be described in there because you can have different levels of platonic love, different levels of it's that, it's that caring about somebody without that sexual piece. And you might, I've heard people tell me, you know, I really, I think this person is attractive and I'm curious about what it would be like to have sex with them, but I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like I like, like them. I just think they're really cool and I like hanging out with them. And I think that's kind of where we get into that friends with benefits zone and how sometimes that can be confusing. And it's also more confusing because everybody knows that has had sex or that has heard about sex and heard about all the different hormones that kind of come up when you're having it is it makes things more complicated. So if you aren't wanting to have that relationship, it's going to change if you have a friends with benefits kind of relationship just because of the complications that it makes. So you really have to make sure that you guys are in agreement and you know, you have communication around this because if it starts going towards that space, you want to make sure you tell the other person. So you know where to go from there. Do you need to stop it? Are you guys okay continuing that, just how you have it without moving forward? It can change things, but it doesn't have to. It's just you got to have the communication around it. Yeah, communication is different, definitely key. Which one of the Greek definitions is platonic love, though? Uh, I think that that one is the filial. Oh. The friendship, the mutual 
Because the Eros is the romantic love. Uh-huh. And then the Storge is, like, the relationship you have with your family members. Okay. I mean, so I guess platonic could be considered that, too. Platonic is basically any love that's not romantic. Right. Uh, this is my understanding. I mean, I don't know. Like, people may disagree that's, with me. This is just my understanding That's how I've always it. known it, too. I always get confused. Well, I get confused with the, like, Greek terms because filial to me sounds like familial and so I get them mixed up it does and you know what I I had to look it up before I started talking about it because I remember being in school and I knew eros was the romantic Mm -hmm. and I knew that agape was like the the love just the general love for everything uh but I always got filial and storge confused always um, for that reason, because it does sound like filial should be family, right? <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> they should change it on our behalf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another thing we wanted to talk about, which we kind of touched on already, was like how to differentiate between the different ones, and that, like we said, is a confusing piece. So I think that for me, what comes up is be- in being able to differentiate is really trying to define what it is that you want from that relationship with that other person. And ultimately I'm not, I don't know, maybe you might think differently of this, Allison, but I'm not totally sure that like the label is all that important so much as being able to identify what it is you want from that relationship and how to communicate that with the other person. I know. I totally agree because I think the other confusing part, just to add more layers of this confusing thing is you can you can find somebody attractive but not want anything further than that. You just think they're cute. You can also not think someone's cute but have a little crush on them because you guys connect but not want anything more than that. Like you just want this friendship. So I think the feelings can make it more confusing, but you really have to kind of take a step back and stop and think like what do I want from this? Do I want more? Do I want this romantic piece or – Do I just want to be friends and where do I go from here? Normally, if you want more, you got to decide if it's worth the risk to talk about. Do they feel the same way? Because the hard thing is you got to have both people agreeing (laughs) and on the same page, right? You can't just have one person that wants wants more and the other person doesn't. and, And now, you know, you force it. It doesn't work that way. Yeah, that would make for a really difficult relationship for sure. (laughs) Not healthy. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not healthy. Um, I think that does bring us really nicely to our last sort of topic of our episode today, which is like the idea of being friend zoned and how to navigate and communicate around that piece. I feel like most of us can relate to this idea of being friend zoned, which if this term is unfamiliar to anybody, it's basically just the idea that um, somebody that you're friends with is keeping you in the zone of being their friend and not moving forward with any sort of romantic relationship or anything beyond just platonic friends, Um, which can be a really uncomfortable situation. It can be really hard to navigate if you want something more than that and the other person isn't open to giving that to you. I think the other big piece is sometimes, especially when feelings are involved, 
it's really difficult to get a read on the situation. Like we can pick up something and think it's something completely different than how it is. So maybe Mm -hmm. you like this person, but the way they're acting makes you feel like they don't like you and they just want to be your friend, but they haven't made it clear. Maybe they have made it clear. So I think that that's kind of hard. So unless they have made it very clear, it might be worth having a conversation, but you have to, you have to decide if, if you think that in having this conversation, if, if it doesn't go the way that you're wanting it to, and they aren't on the same page, is it going to be weird? Or can you guys just go back to being friends? Cause I think you can appreciate the, the relationship for what it is, even though it might be really hard because you want more, but some people can't, some people just get weirded out by it, or they feel like they need to get over that person before they can be friends with them. So I think that there's just lots of different layers to to look at and then decide on before you communicate if you feel like that's going to be the best move but if you just don't do anything then you're kind of stuck in limbo and that might be really hard yeah I feel like the limbo is the worst part really I don't know maybe that's I that's just my personal opinion the not knowing right the not knowing and I tend to be pretty like straightforward with my clients and I think that like my feedback around this type of situation would be, A, you really have to consider what you want and B, the sort of key points that we, I feel like we always come back to, which are boundaries and communication. And you have to be able to communicate your feelings and risk or sort of determine if that risk is worth it to you. And then be able to communicate with the other person what your boundaries within that friendship is going to be given the feelings that you or the other person might have I think too it's also really important to make sure they're in a space to hear it like you don't it might not be the best decision to tell somebody you want more from them if they're already in a relationship that just might make things way more awkward right but I I think it kind of it kind of depends it might be a good thing Mm -hmm. if the person is not in a good relationship and they're needing to get out of it. I mean, I don't know. Everybody has a different circumstance. So it's just good to think these things through before making any rash decision. Like you want to make sure you've thought about it and you're not acting on feelings. You're acting on something that's going to make you feel really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Another thought that comes up for me is a question that I frequently ask people is regardless of the person you might have in mind, what is it that you want from a romantic relationship or a romantic partner? And being able to sort of reflect on if, you know, you truly can get those things from this person, or if it's just, you know, maybe this is just sort of a fleeting feeling because of a shared experience or, I don't know, something else of that nature. Um, But just to reflect on what you really want out of a long-term relationship or a long-term commitment I think that's a great point because everybody has different ideas of what a relationship looks like and maybe what they're wanting or needing out of it and you want to make sure you're on the same page this is one of the reasons why people separate because they maybe aren't on the same page and even though they really care about each other and appreciate one another maybe it just wasn't a good fit and that's okay Mm-hmm. absolutely um I hope that that was all in some way useful since we're not editing. <laughs> I hope it made sense and was <laughs> moderately coherent. I think 
that we didn't edit that much before. Normally it was pretty cohesive. I just think the parts that we edited were, you know, if we were like, okay, wait, did we get it all? Like, did we miss anything? Like, you know, and then maybe, you know, someone's dog was barking <laughs> or <laughs> some noise that was maybe just not okay. Um, so I think that it was still cohesive. I just, you know, there might be some extra bloopers for you guys. I agree. I'm right there with you. Um, okay. So should we move on to our unsolicited advice portion? Yes, we should. That's what we're calling it now. Yeah. I think that it works. Because you guys didn't ask for it, but we're giving it. <laughs> <laughs> Which falls in line with the, the title of the podcast that you didn't sign up for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. You can... Actually, no, I'm going to go first because I think mine is much less relevant. So we'll end on yours, which is like ending on a good note. Um, Okay. okay. So I found this quote and I really like it. Um, And the quote is, there is hope even when your brain tells you there isn't. And the quote is by John Green. And I have no idea who John Green is. So I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody by not knowing that. Um, But I really like that. I really like that quote because it's something I say all the time. Like we really have to stop and reflect on if our brain is telling us something, like if it's an automatic thought or um, if there's something sort of deeper going on there. And oftentimes our brain sort of tries to trick us, even though it tries to protect us. I think that's super relevant because in this whole thing, we were talking about stopping and thinking about what you want when you're in a relationship or what you want out of a relationship. So that's totally relevant. Awesome. Thank you for making my non <laughs> Hey, that's what it's all about. Reframing. <laughs> validating. Like okay, it. so mine is by Oprah Winfrey, which I think everybody pretty much knows who she is. Um, and it's, she says, don't settle for a relationship that won't let you be yourself. And I really like this because mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we get into relationships and we don't really feel like ourselves or we get into this us and it's only us and we forget that there's three different people in a relationship there's you there's the other person and then there's us so you still kind of have to be yourself in the relationship so that's a surefire sign that it might not be the best situation if you're not feeling like you can be you I like that that was really deep the three people in the relationship you like that? <laughs> I use it all the time. I hope that you guys enjoyed that too. <laughs> that was good. All right. That's all we have for today. Thank you all again for joining us. Welcome back. And we look forward to future episodes with you. That was a good, that was a good ending. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. It was. <laughs> Ta-ta-ta-ta!